You know what they say. If you love them, let them go. And if they don't come back well, they never were yours to begin with. <laughs> well, that's kind of stinky to think about. <laughs> but hey, buddy, you'll be fine with your smooth moves and your fancy pants. Some girl's gonna dance right into your life. All you have to do is believe. Welcome to Cheap Popcast episode number 29. We all just watched WWE Bordleground uh, 2014. I'm your host, Dave Ambrose Rudden. Oh. I'm Henry Ooh uh, Gilbert. You <laughs> <laughs> so Gilbert. Uh, I'm Michael Grimdust. All right. You should say so back. When I say ooh, you say so. <laughs> no. Uh, so bad. Y2 Brelston? I don't know. I didn't have anything. I was uh, trying to think of something, but well, I... Well, WWE doesn't have uh, wait, much hey, for this pay-per-view. Brett the yeah. Van Elston, you idiot. I, ah, I've done that so many times. Yeah, That's the thing. Y2J just reminded me like, how dated that is. 15-year-old yeah. name. <laughs> Still great, though. I love it. Yeah, so we just watched Battleground 2014. Mm. More mm. like Baffleground. More, like, more like, okay, Battleground. Yeah. With mm. a D. Because that's how I felt. And we have the episode title. No comment. I believe the alternate that we were throwing around was Wait Till SummerSlam. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the true name of this. We yeah. should just delay this and be like, uh, th- yeah. there is no podcast this week. Wait for SummerSlam. It'll be a big one, great one at SummerSlam. But we do have a lot of matches to get through because there were two on the pre-show this, this time. Yeah, that were The nothing. epic uh, Iron Man match between Adam Rose and Fandango. Mm-hmm. Fandango. Fandango. Yeah, once again, uh, Layla and Summer Rae distract Fandango, and he loses. Mm. Like, because they dance a lot, and I, I love that the camera follows them while they dance instead yeah. of like showing what's in the ring. Layla, Sharia's party. <laughs> I agree. I think it is helpful for <laughs> Summer Rae that she is on Divas, and so that that's why there's even this story here. But wasn't that just like a bunch of forearm shots, and then there was whatever his finisher was, and that was it. Yeah. More or less, yeah. I think they were also both supposed to be in the Battle Royal later. Like, I could have sworn that Fandango, at least, was in, like, the predictions post on Laser Time. Mm-hmm. And Fandango, I know, was there. I don't know if Adam Rose was, but it's just, like, they didn't really... They were kind of last lackadaisical with the Battle the battle royal overall, but mm-hmm. if wrestling were real, why, why would you take a match <laughs> earlier in the night to even begin with, mm-hmm. but take a match and not fight in the Battle Royal later? No, it doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. Whatever. It but was it was a bad nothing. match. That wasn't worth watching. It was three minutes. Like, yep. or, or what? What's the clock say? What's the? Yeah, they, 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 they haven't even added that yet. But um, it had to be under five. I would say we should take even less time talking about that than they took to do it. Yeah. We, well, we have already exceeded the time. Uh, <laughs> so let, entrances. Yeah. Let's move on to the next match: Cameron versus Naomi. The epic. Uh, th- this was the first match of the night that. 
who's ending like set with a yep. theme, which is no ending, like or yeah. just to be continued. This ain't over. Yeah, this ain't over. This Cameron won with oh a fruit a fruit fluke roll up. I almost Man. said fruit roll up, but I'm so tired <laughs> of fluke roll up pins. I mean, she got like she also had a handful of tights, the classic handful of tights, but bleh. Fruit roll-ups should sponsor a WWE pay-per-view, and only the only finish is a <laughs> fluke roll-up. That'd be pretty great. <laughs> for once, yeah, this I would, fluke roll-up brought to you. <laughs> for once, I would love to see a, like the good guy not get distracted and just be like, "Oh wait, this is supposed to distract me." Turn around. Yeah. I'm not an idiot. Like, yeah, that'd be nice. Once there was a nice twist on that a couple weeks ago when Fandango was still breaking up with the two dancers. They both, he was fighting Dolph Ziggler, and they both got up on the announcer's table and danced together. Mm-hmm. And, and his music fu- Fan- fucking played. Yeah, and Fandango looked at them, but Ziggler also looked at them, because they're both kind of womanizers. Mm-hmm. So it made sense, like, they, they're, they're both horny. They both want to look. <laughs> but yeah, Ziggler's Me still, too! Yeah. <laughs> Summer Ray's attractive, too. Why are you guys all just on Layla? Yeah. I didn't say she wasn't. I'm just hmm. saying. If, if I, gotta, know, I gotta throw my hat in the ring. Come on, white women? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah, the, the Naomi thing had just been, like, brewing stupidly for, like, months. And they finally had them yeah. break up. And then, yeah, the Naomi just lost. And I then, feel like it's just a total, total diva storyline. It's just something that can happen yeah. on the show. Like, and yeah. I, I don't know if one of the two of you mentioned it, but uh, Cameron dressed up as a schoolgirl. And she performed a schoolboy. Oh, hey. to win the match. Hey. Yeah, we were talking about the uh, Sea Viper tie uh, uh, cleavage. Yeah, the tie. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was Michael Cole who called it as a schoolgirl. Oh, did he? Ah, yeah. oh, fuck. Cole. One up by Michael Cole. Oh God, <laughs> he said something clever. <laughs> this guy. this is really the, the commentary. The whole was, night kind of sucks. It was pretty like, bad. Well, that one thing that's like persistently annoyed me over the last three or so years that I've been back in wrestling is that. The announcers spend more time arguing with each other yeah. about minute shit like use the wrong tense in this in that previous sentence mm. you said while ignoring shit that's happening yeah. in the match. I think what you really mean, Michael, is this. No, I don't. Yeah. You would say that. Like Yeah, it I and it's yeah. weird for me to complain about that because I used to love JBL being mean to Michael Cole. It yeah. used to be some of my favorite stuff, and now even that's just kinda lame. Yeah. Well it started when Cole went heel. And he mm-hmm. started, like, getting on everything wrong that Jerry Lawler said. And then after Jerry Lawler had his heart attack and JBL became a permanent guy, now JBL's the guy who points out every little thing that everybody they says. They just hashtag actually themselves yeah. all night long. <laughs> actually, vintage. <laughs> all right, so moving on, the uh, the opener of the pay-per-view proper was the Usos versus the Wyatts in a two-out-of-three falls match. That's pretty good, but I mean, it, it didn't follow- need to be two out of three falls. Yeah, yeah, but- that stipulation didn't really come into play, and it's like the first two pinfalls were a very low-energy, boring yeah. match, and then it's like, okay, well, those out of the way. Then it had like a decent final, yeah. like three Well, that was crazy because there were like, minutes. there were, I think, six or seven, oh, this is the end. What? Yeah. No, yeah. Like, it happened so many times, like yeah. so many kickouts. Yeah. To the point it almost got like too much of just like uh, is everybody gonna kick out of everything will this match never end yeah. it was it was a lot of that and then that also continued this like mm-hmm. usos keep the title yeah see you at SummerSlam. i like the usos and i do too uh, but fine. i also feel like the wyatts 
are looking like a loser yeah. group now. Yeah, like, there's well, no... I mean, we were saying that's the whole problem with the tag division right now is that there's four tag teams. Yep. There's those two, Stardust and Rybaxel, mm-hmm. and that's it. I mean, what, most Matadorius? Yeah, but one of them is injured. Yeah, so, so there's effectively four teams, so... <laughs> <laughs> they need to reunite the primetime players. They should. Yeah. Like, that was fun. And, what they, and they also don't have any, like, low-level dudes in NXT that they can bring up yet. To be. Yeah. They have... They're, there's they have almost as many tag teams in NXT right now as there is in... Well, they have that one tag team that's, like, murdering people. Yeah, the Ascension, mm. and then they have... Uh, they're called the Vaudevillians. Oh, yeah. They're, they're like silent film star wow, uh, really? tag team. Yeah, they're kind of cool. If only. Uh, so, uh, they have a wrestling team making a Vaudevillian. Uh, yeah. But they, I guess they're going to put together... They could always just put together two guys. Like, you, two yeah. of the guys in the IC Battle Royale. Yeah. And just the C-list, like, yeah. Everybody that showed up for the Battle Royale later. Like, they, they've started to team up Heath Slater and Titus O'Neil. Makes yeah. no sense, like... Men without a home. They're yeah. Just like, I think their common thing was, like, we both shelter. were better than our tag team partners who are no longer around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess it could be those two. Or, like, Zach... Nah, Zach Wright wouldn't be on. Nah, no. Our truth and he's only allowed to be on two pay per views per year. I guess technically, our truth and Xavier Woods are a tag team, but they lose to Rybaxel, and yeah. Rybaxel yeah. are the worst. <laughs> but the Usos match was fun. Yeah, I, it was. I, it was a good opener, and I was like, "Well, this is a this is the official opener, yeah. and the promise of things to come. This is going to be a good pay per view." Yeah, I like the finish with uh, the double splash. I don't think they've done yeah. that yet. Yeah, that was very close to being a botch. They two were guys having trouble. Two guys have to stand sharing a turnbuckle. Yeah. Like, one of them was wobbling on the ropes, and... I mean, they did it, so mm-hmm. good on them, but well, could have been a botch. Yeah, it is, you know, those botches, you see them... You see when people do them, like, at the end of the match kind of thing, like, they've wrestled for 25 minutes straight, yeah. and now they have to do, like, the most complicated move of the yeah. whole match. Like, that That sucks. There was did feel like there was a lot of botching tonight. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed a little sloppy. Even, uh, even like... Ambrose had quite a pretty big botch, I think, on this thing. But we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, so the next match was AJ versus Paige, mm-hmm. which was good. It, there was a little bit more drama. The first person to do a finisher didn't win, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is yeah. like... That's not how Divas matches work. Yeah. Though Paige and AJ are one of the only ones who are like cast as strong enough to not be taken out by one finisher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Though Natalia, I think, sometimes is, but... Yeah, that match was all right, but again, it was nothing yeah. conclusive. It was all yeah, it was all right, and then it's clearly like a SummerSlam. Like we'll see you there and resolve yeah. this. Well, in the middle, yeah, and by on the way to SummerSlam, then Paige can just turn totally evil. Yep, but that will probably happen. I like seeing AJ go over. Like I like AJ. Like she's she's one of I my. Mean, I like both of them wrestling because they'll mm-hmm. actually they actually do wrestle and not get kicked mm-hmm. in the head and then give up and then cry when they lose. Uh, so the next match after that was Rusev versus Jack Swagger. Oh boy, the oddest promo of the night by a large yeah. margin. They're getting they... too real. You pull in current events into your stuff, like well, she said current current event, event. so and... which is like almost skirting the issue, but it's like what three hundred people died in a plane crash. Mm-hmm. In or near Russia, Ukraine. Yeah, uh, I'm not exactly sure what happened. This is a current so. event show. Let's uh, oh, talk yeah. up. No, yeah, that. So when there's that going on, do you think it was more not to date themselves, or do you think it was? No, it was totally 100 percent them talking about the plan that got shot. Yeah. Down no, no, by but the I Russian mean, did they did they not actually specifically say it because it would date the program, or because it would be it too? Would, if they actually said dark, that, that's like, unacceptable. It's like, too far. It's pretty bad as is in my book, but oh, whatever. Yeah. 
But yeah. then it is but classic. If you want cheap heat, that's how you get it. I'm sure it when that happened, they were like, God damn it, we have a neg- anti-Russian wrestler right now. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it turns out mm-hmm. they're probably shooting people. Well, they've stuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they when they hitched their wagon to the Russian thing like yeah. four, t- three or four months ago. Yeah. They kind of are like, well, then whatever happens in Russia, they kind of have to talk about it. Like, yeah. that's just the deal. And it is old school wrestling writing. Like, right. It just, yep. it's, very it's much a, so. I mean, they did have a Iraqi guy during the I, Iraq war. Yep. Like, they had Sergeant Both Slaughter Desert and then Storm. they had Desert yeah. Storm. <laughs> not, not no, but the, then they did again. Yeah, like, they did after again. 9/11, oh, they had Jinder Mahal. They had Jinder Mahal. No, no yeah. after 9-11, they had uh, Hassan. Oh, Muhammad Hassan. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Yep. Actually, his setup, Mohammed Hassan's, was not bad because he was set up as yeah. an Arab American who'd grown up in America. Right, he was like, yeah. "I'm American, like you," and I, I, I went to the same schools as you. Like, I'm American, but ever since 9/11, I've been treated differently. You guys look at me with distrust. Well, I will answer yeah. your distrust with more hate and get the respect I deserve. Like, <laughs> but then he that's got an interesting character. But then he got taken yeah. off TV because WWE booked an angle where I think he had like a a team of, of hooded mass, guys. yeah, hooded men like hold up guns to Undertaker and like pull him out of the arena. Uh, <laughs> they had a terrorist attack on the Undertaker, which they yeah. should have known. Like you can't kill the Undertaker; he's already dead. He's already, so. Yeah, he's not. And this was two thousand two. Yeah, I think it was. <laughs> Though one last thing about nine eleven that is like when we're yeah. Whatever. Did you know that nine eleven? I believe or after nine eleven. You know what happened that, in September? Uh, <laughs> that after nine eleven, that's the they taped a SmackDown two days after, and they they say it's the first live event that was held in America after wow. after nine eleven. And it was all about we, we can't let the terrorists let, yeah. stop us. We're the not gonna assaulted nuts improv comedy <laughs> group will <laughs> not be assessed by <laughs> the yeah. Also, speaking of 9-11, in between those two numbers is 10, mm-hmm. and uh, Rusev won because Jack Swagger didn't get back into the ring after Ugh. 10 count. Wow. Ugh, what a yeah. bullshit Yeah, that was that an was awful, too. awful Which, again, was a we'll see you yep. at SummerSlam yeah. for totally, the actual Rusev match. Yeah, because Rusev will still beat Jack Swagger, yeah. but... They had to protect Jack Swagger. They're like, no, we got to make this Rusev thing last till the next one so then Rusev can beat somebody else. We'll have him beat somebody else later. We're saying there's a certain point where it's like when you're cutting promos that are pretty much as bad as they're going to get in terms Mm -hmm. of like making America look bad, it's just like... How many times can you have the American dude get squashed or whatever yeah, by yeah. Rusev? It's just before the whole like gimmick just implodes and everyone stops. And I staring. mean, like once Jack Swagger loses, he's not going to be the big American hero anymore, right? And Big E I, didn't really work that one time. They just made him wave a flag and come yeah. out or whatever. It's yeah. like, you know. well, Jack Swagger's patriotism works better. Yeah, and he's been course, doing it so. for years, so mm, yeah. he can continue to do it. But he might like I. I feel like he should beat Rusev on the basis of immigration reform. But he's not the guy, and to do that's it. the other problem. Yeah. 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 And well, the, I mean, yeah. It's, why would they do it to make C- Swagger? Cena like needs that victory. He needs to be the one that. Breaks. <laughs> nah, I feel like it'll be Reigns. I think it'll be Reigns. Yeah. I think American, could, American good old boy Roman Reigns. Well, Reigns needs something to do until WrestleMania, and mm. so his feud from like some between at some point between SummerSlam and Rumble. I'm saying be Rusev. let's send Stardust in. You know, give him a red, white, and blue star thing, oh, star spangled yeah, banner. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Right. And just creep the shit out of it. <laughs> Rusev's like, yeah, I'm going back to Russia. You guys <laughs> this is America. <laughs> <laughs> Have him and Alex Wright dance. Perfect. Ah, I guess he's German, though. Did you know, speaking of tragedies that impact wrestling, Alex Wright was going to come out as a, uh, like, trench coat wearing black hair sunglasses super serious bad guy with who had a muscle behind him called the wall and then 
Columbine happened, and they're like, "Oh, this trench coat wearing, super dark bad guy isn't so cool now." Yeah, mm, man, when's wrestling <laughs> ever catch a break? <laughs> yeah, it is weird. Like they're either super up to date with like current events when it comes to their wrestlers, or they're like two or three years behind. Usually, when it comes to pop culture stuff, that's why we have Adam Rose, aka right. uh, what's his Russell face, Brand. The, Russell Brand, the wrestler. Like when's Russell Brand been in a movie that yeah. that anybody paid any attention to? And then you've got Andrew WK, the wrestler as well. Uh-huh. Believe. All oh, right. The Russell, there's <laughs> That's a Russell like, Brand yeah. show from a few years ago. I mean, it was very bad. I think Bo Dallas is Andrew WK, but the switch has turned to good instead of evil. <laughs> uh, so the the next match was uh, Seth Rollins defeating Dean Ambrose by forfeit. Uh, yeah. This Oof. has got to be the low light of the thing. It's like, that's one of the, easily the biggest match of the night, I think. It was yeah. a clearly advertised match of just like, these guys are going to yeah. wrestle. And like, technically, they they occupied enough time together that would have filled a match. <laughs> yes. But that, and it could, and a match that could have ended in a screw job. Sure. So I'm betting that people behind the scenes are like, ah, eh, that's the same as having a match. The people who paid to see those two fight got to see him fight. They I got mean, to see him like forearm club each other as hired goons pulled them right, off of one yeah. another for 10 minutes. And there were some cool spots in that. I don't know why they just couldn't have made it a match. Yeah. Well, I guess they really want to make SummerSlam. I, I, in general, this yeah. is the problem. They want SummerSlam is the show. That will pull people back in to sign yeah. up for the next six months commitment. If you signed up the uh, before Mania, then the six month commitment is up mm-hmm. before SummerSlam. So they have to convince you sign up for the network again, right? The, and re up. And I think they're worried some people aren't. So they got to stack SummerSlam as much as possible. And one of those things is like, then why would they give away? Rollins Ambrose, which is turning into like a very popular feud. Why have their first real match against each other? on a bullshit show like Battleground. Like, yeah. Battleground is so B-level. But it's like they knew this months ago, so it's weird yeah. that you would position it to, like, culminate yeah. during this month of July when it's like, you know SummerSlam's August, you know your six-month thing runs out, maybe start that feud yeah. in that month, not have them fight well, each other. I, mean, I never if, said WWE yeah. is good. And if right. some subscriptions are going to end before SummerSlam... Mm-hmm. For some people, this is the last pay-per-view they're going to see yeah, under true. that subscription, and it was so generally disappointing that... <sighs> yeah. yeah. I've seen... Wor- like, last year's Battleground was worse. That's it. Like the, I think it's the name. It's cursed. Battleground <laughs> is a... It's like uh, WCW Uncensored was the worst yeah. show every year. And so <laughs> this has become that cursed show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I mentioned this when we were all watching, but like, I did feel like there was, there was this element for Ambrose of like... Being this perpetually like against the ropes, mm. scrappy, always near fired or ejected from the building, like they could try to work this into a stone cold thing where he mm. is like, because he does have good heat, he is good on a mic, he's really unpredictable. Like and people you, love him, and people love him, and it's like you could probably like have him terrorize Triple H, like you could mm-hmm. you could maneuver this into some modernized version of that, and people want would actually want to watch that. Yeah, if like just, I want to see Dean Ambrose be a weirdo every Monday mm-hmm. and like do something obnoxious. Yeah, if he was just a guy who just plain old walked to the ring and then had a match with Rollins, that's not as fun yeah. as him just showing up like magically wherever yeah. and like Triple H is like. No, magically. he's out of here. He's gone. Like, what? how'd he get here? Yeah, like, he's magically dry- in the back of a clearly open Dodge uh, Charger <laughs> trunk. Yeah, so <laughs> Dean Ambrose is so good most of the time. Like, so to see him really, like, he, I think it was him that fucked up there. Like, yeah, like missed a cue or something. Rollins waited a really long yeah. time. It's just dead silence, it's him like, looking off camera like, uh, I sure <laughs> hope somebody attacks me soon. I should like, get in my car by now. 
He was and, enjoying a delicious bag of Ticos in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> and that they totally called that he was in the, like, or Chris, I think it was. Who was it that shouted out first that the, the trunk was Oh, it was, it was Graham, yeah. <laughs> Trunks Pretty open. It's like, open. oh yeah, those lines don't match up. And, uh, <laughs> they weren't doing a good job of hiding what should have been surprise finishes on the show, as yeah. we saw later. Oh yes, with the next yeah. match. Well, not the next. Oh, match. Uh, well, yeah, the next match was actually before that. There was the Stardust Pro yes. Bowl, which was highlighted. Yeah. Highlight yeah. that, that was, was the great. best of the night. That was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and it was there was nothing. It didn't do anything. <laughs> it did. pretty, yeah, they yep. didn't set up anything. It was just like them goofing yeah. around and like. And they're so good together. Yeah. Now. It's so good. I almost Ugh. expected them to say, like, next week we'll do something yeah. on Raw. But nope. it's like they're just talking about the stars and the solar system. It's and so bright. I, oh, no, I, I don't care. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. When he drew, yeah, they, the first to zoom in on Goldust to do his Goldust thing. Yeah. And then Stardust is like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And then blows the yeah. sprinkles in this camera. Uh, yeah. Sparkles you in knew, the camera. You knew it was a winner from the moment. It's like, oh, Stardust is doing a promo. And he yeah. just, like, does mm-hmm. it and then points his finger and then from off camera comes gold yeah. dust finger and they touch <laughs> yes. and then the camera pulls out and like oh my god I think <laughs> the thing that really ties those promos together is that there's still elements of gold dusts yeah the, homophobic no not the homophobic um, when he had Tourette's Oh, oh yeah. So like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll just like make these weird noises. Yeah. Like, I forgot about Whoa. that. He's such a layered character. <laughs> <laughs> Henry so Gilbert. True. Henry so Gilbert true. on Goldust 2014. <laughs> yeah, that scene was so great. That was they, good. They yeah. need to be the tag team champions. Yeah. Like, that's why I wanted the Wyatts to yeah. win so then they'd be transitional. And then the Usos could go feud with Rybaxel. And that's yeah. the entire and, tag league. Yeah. Well, yeah, that uh, like Rybaxel, lots of. Lots of tag teams can break up, but not the yeah. Usos and not the Dust Brothers. Yep, yeah, that's true. I think the gold, like they could, they could break up. I think there was rumors they were going to do a match at, at WrestleMania this year. I feel like they're going to have to have a blow off match, and that'll be Goldust's last match. Yeah, at yeah, WrestleMania that could fair. totally happen. Yeah. The Battle of the Dusts mm-hmm. with yeah. Dusty Rhodes, the, the Dust corner. Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Popular thirties huh? depression era. <laughs> Dust Bowl. Uh, so after that was. Chris Jericho versus Bray Wyatt. It was kind of let down. Yeah. Uh, I expected a lot, and it, like, didn't deliver. There's a lot of botches. It was we pretty also, low energy the whole time. At this point, we were like, something needs to save this pay-per-view because and we've seen all these, like... Save us Y2J, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, and he was, like, not on his not on his best, not even at his B best. And, I mean, I, I love Jericho, and I wish, yeah, yeah. I really wish. Because last, last, last episode we recorded, I was like, I wish Jericho would come back. And then the next day he showed up on Raw, mm-hmm. and I was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and then, yeah, that's what it all built up to was a month of, like, that. And it wasn't even great. But then he won. Which no, yeah. I didn't expect yeah. that. So. But after seeing, yeah, after seeing a few matches in a row that had the obvious trend of like they're not completing anything yeah. here, like this is all set up for another pay per view yeah. match. That I also I knew going in like Wyatt and Jericho are going to be feuding for a while, but I thought it would win with a like a fluke or a cheat win from yeah. Bray. But for Jericho to win pretty cleanly, it was totally clean. Oh, yeah. He just hit him with the code breaker, and I think it was Dan Reichert I saw tweeting of just, or it was Matthew, but he tweeted like, "Man, nobody wins. He never beats anybody with a code breaker. Why is he even doing it? Oh, he won. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just, I mean, what? I do like that it breaks sort of the the, the, the preconception. It breaks the code. It, bre- it breaks the preconception that like Chris Jericho's back. He's a right. part timer. He's gonna lose. Yeah, yeah. That he wins is kind of cool, but it happens to be against the guy." 
who lost to John Cena two out of three times, and like and he's kind of looking chumpy the at this Wyatts, point. The brothers lost earlier. Yeah. The, uh, with the Wyatts losing a lot, like they looked unbeatable for a time, and now they're looking like losers. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's weird. Clear they don't know what to do with them either. It's just sort of like, and you come back to like January, February, where it was like everyone, everyone was like. Oh, the Wyatts and Shield feuding is like the best matches I've seen yeah. since yeah. I started watching wrestling again. And then they stopped doing that so that Wyatt could fight Cena for three months. And you're like, yeah. and then no, you broke up the no Shield, way. and then they can't win a, t- a title. Yeah. And you're like, so what? What? What are any of you doing? Well, what was yeah. the point of this? Yeah, that I hope if they have three more matches because. WWE has even just said, "Hey, yeah, Jericho's here till Night of Champions, which yeah. is pay per view after SummerSlam. I will be." I'll be okay if Wyatt wins the next two. If yeah. Wyatt doesn't win the next two, uh, or if he wrestles Jericho twice more on pay-per-view and what do you doesn't think the beat him stip, twice. The stip would be mm, at SummerSlam. I don't know. Yeah, pie Indian strap. They yeah. just, he's already, he's had a lot of, like, Wyatt's already had a lot of gimmick matches yeah. this year. Like, he's, yeah, he's been in a ladder match, a cage match, and a last man standing match. Like Buried alive match. That's really more of an Undertaker slash Kane type match. Uh, I'm sure we can work Kane in there as a fucking third. Sorry, as a third leg on the uh, high high interest rate mortgage match. (laughs) I have already pegged Rusev versus Swagger at SummerSlam as a flag on a pole match. So you take yeah, the flag off, and then, and oh, then you wow. wave, wave your flag, and the winner yeah, gets that's to wave actually their flag. interesting. And that's that, a classic, match. and I think oh, that way Swagger yeah. could even win, and he still hasn't pinned Rusev, and then Rusev pins him uh, in the pull off match. You know what makes me realize this is modern era and not like Attitude Era is there's not a Putin impersonator coming down to the ring yeah. to draw heat. That's what we need. Yeah, <laughs> there was like a, a Clinton impersonator in the audience for a bunch of like WWF pay per views. Oh God, <laughs> I remember that. Like, like ogling Sonny's tits is just like. <laughs> God, yeah. Who are you trying to fool? <laughs> well, and, the, and then Lawler would totally act like, "Do you look? You know who that is like look at like he'd act like that is Clinton, and you're like, yeah. "It's not Clinton." <laughs> like God, they gave him Vince, a saxophone. Vince McMahon has really stupid ideas yeah. sometimes. <laughs> like, uh, speaking of stupid ideas, uh, the next match was the battle royal that the Miz won. Uh, that was a fun battle royal. That was a, that was royal. my match of the night for sure. I yeah. like that match the best. It was a lot of fun. Had some really cool spots, especially for something that seemed very like pieced together at the last minute, yes, filled with garbage. Uh, it was for a couple of weeks. They said the battle royal will be uh, for an intercontinental title. Once the injury was known about from uh, Ben Barrett, yeah. which was like the raw after the pay per view, if not mm. like. A, uh, that really that really did suck. Like I, yeah. Barrett was starting to get on a roll. He was really going somewhere with that icy belt. I felt, or as far as yeah. an icy title champion can go. He just got such a killer finisher. The hit the guy in the head with my elbow. Yeah. You know, with Santino's retirement, it makes me wish that somebody would bring back the honka meter. Like <laughs> in case you don't know, when uh, when Santino was icy champion, he said he wanted to break the record for most days of yeah. holding the belt, which belonged to the honky tonk man. Yeah. And so he had a honka meter every day he was having it appear on screen. He'd be like, this is the honka meter. Like, it, mm. I, I would love that. And then, yeah, the way it was booked, like, number one, there was a really weird part that Cesaro got eliminated by Heath Slater. Like, I, I, I kind of like that. It was that. a like, shocking moment. Heath Slater had, like, the, is he going to fucking win this uh, kind of moment? Like, yeah. when last month when we thought Kofi Kingston might actually win Money in the Bank. Oh, yeah. Yeah. By the way, before <laughs> the match even started, the Bad News Barrett promo was kind of glib. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
wasn't he just talking about like how he's in Florida and everyone dies in Florida? Yes. Well, no, the inevitability I... of death is the same as how inevitable it is that when I get better, I'm taking my title back. But I think the undercurrent was we're in Florida where people go to die. Yeah, old people yeah. go to retire yeah. and die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Damien Sandow came Ugh. out in the old guy costume. Uh, Damien yeah. Sandow was on to something, and now he was just... He's just like the. He was supposed to be the smart guy. Yeah. He was. He's going to be the Lanny Poffo yeah. of our generation. Now he's the costume guy. Yeah. Just le- the loser, the costume loser who yeah. loses all the time. He may have had the worst fate in the entire battle. Or like yeah. uh, Zack Ryder and Xavier Woods, who got eliminated in like six seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. At least they didn't get eliminated by the the one Los Matadores guy. Yeah. I know, yeah. That's such a lame way to get eliminated. Yeah. But you did. But I mean, I would buy Great Kali. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was impressed by his feat of strength. Yeah. <laughs> oh uh, my god! When he, he pushed off like what Cesaro, who's still billed as the strongest yeah. man in the world, uh, and, like, then, three, and then nineteen Sheamus other guys, and nineteen <laughs> other guys. But yeah. you know, oh. Great Kali, he's got it, man. <laughs> plus, plus Ryback. And, I feel like yeah, with Great Kali, they know like this guy. Is like when Smithers brought the frozen Mr. Burns to Lisa's wedding. <laughs> and it's, you can't do much. And if you tilt him the wrong way, he yeah. might break in half. So did he ever have a heyday? Like, he did. He won, the, he won the world heavyweight title. Why? Shockingly. Because uh, he was a giant he, who was... He won it in a battle royal. When? Uh, when? Uh, I, I think, feel like 2009 or 10. Yeah. Or something. That it, recently? So he was basically the same as he is now. No, I was like... That was like 2005 or mobile. 2006 yeah. or something. It was like right after he debuted. I swear he used to be able to move around at least a little bit. Yeah, like, but he's never really had a good match. I think one of the worst matches I've Great ever Baba. seen <laughs> I've ever seen live was at uh, it was a Kali Kane match at SummerSlam. Like that oh, was man. like horrendous. Giant oh, Baba God. was awful too. But this is a uh, Giant Baba. Everybody thinks he's one of the best promoters they ever worked for. If they uh, work for Giant Baba, they love and respect him. Okay. Then I got bought by GameSpot. And- <laughs> uh, but then the, but the booking, the booking of that match was so obvious that Miz was going to win. Like it pissed me off so much. Of just they like- did. Ha- they had him come back in for too many times. Yeah. It was yeah. Like- you were so aware of the fact that, oh, he keeps going under the bottom rope, that by yeah. the time that they decided it's time to set this up for the finish, you were like, he's going to come in and win, and then yeah. he does, and you're just like, okay. Yeah, the, the the drama of the ending between Ziggler and Sheamus, which would have been really good, but only if you forget Miz went outside the ring. Right, but it which was is impossible. really hard to. Yeah, like, yeah. Maybe, he did three times. Yes. Yeah, maybe it is that we're like grizzled wrestling veterans, and we've literally seen that finish like probably eight times before. Yeah. But I've they, never seen it before. <laughs> but they were filming it wrong. Like they, yeah. they paced it out wrong. He cheated it so many times. Yeah, like the first time he rolled out, like it was I don't think he was even seen on camera, but I saw him laying out the side of the ring I'm like, oh Miz got eliminated. Mm-hmm. And he came yeah. back in he came back in and they point out that he wasn't eliminated. I'm like, oh they're doing that. But the I imagine that was probably even it. harder for the people in the arena too, who didn't have the benefit of seeing yeah. him flagrantly come back in, because it's easy to get lost in the jumble. And then it's just like to see him come out of nowhere and just be like, he wins. Yeah. Like yeah, in the crowd, I'd be like, "What?" Well, I mean, Miz sucks. Like, Miz is shitty. <laughs> but that's so. he's a, he's he's good at being a shitty. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, you're him, supposed him to win. hate that about him. Yeah. He won that way. But yeah, I'm actually okay with that because like uh, I forgot who said it on Twitter, but like like that that suggests SummerSlam is a Ziggler Miz match. You would think. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past the WWE to be like, well, Sheamus. yeah, Ziggler's done. Like he's not going to be. Well, mm-hmm. if they're going to continue every single match into another month, yeah, that's they will probably right. do it with Ziggler too. Yeah, but, uh, yes. Well, I have to point out that Kofi Kingston did two of his like yes. uh, uh, yeah. cheating elimination 
spots, which were, were really, they were both pretty good. Yeah, I really liked it. I mean, like, I think if we had just seen the one with Cesaro, mm-hmm. I probably would have been a little bit disappointed. Yes. It was kind of cool, but it was also like, it was, and the fact that he uh, was grabbing onto Cesaro's legs and then pulled himself back up, and then Cesaro grabbed Kofi's legs, which he shouldn't have done. Right. Like, why would no you do that? You yeah, should yeah. push them back down or whatever. Uh, but then the other one, it was really cool because the guy who got eliminated, he was thrown onto his friend Big E's shoulders, and Big E would bring him back into the ring because he's friends with him. Like they've set that up even over the last few weeks. Like there've mm. been instances where Big E saved him. Mm-hmm. Okay. So okay. it's like that. It. I'm glad they actually built up to yeah. that. Yeah, that's good. I I like that they let Dolph look very strong there. Like they could just had him be eliminated, and so. It makes me feel like they're listening to, like, the audience is getting behind him. Like, yeah. people are cheering for Dolph, despite how garbage yeah. they've been treating him. Yeah. Well, he was, like, he was the last one introduced. So, like, they mm-hmm. wanted, like, yeah. And they got to beat Sheamus. Like, he, he, so, yeah. And then some people thought they they would combine the titles tonight. Know, they, wouldn't, yeah. they wouldn't do it on, like, a random pay-per-view. On the one that's setting up yeah. SummerSlam, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, moving on to the main event... Uh, Rapidu versus Kane versus Randy Orton versus Roman Reigns. Cena Rapidu wins, wins. Lol. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't bad. Yeah, it was a little bit better than I anticipated, which was I didn't think it was going to be the match of the night, and it wasn't. But it was close. It was close-ish, though. Like it was what I did. The ending bugged me. Like there were a couple things. One thing that bugged me was that like Reigns got hit with the AA, like just straight up, like. <laughs> Which, if they're planning to do Reigns and Cena in the future, like, how hard would it have been for Reigns to just get out of the AA? And, like, did, why did he have to take yeah. Cena's finisher? Like, that, you should save that for a bigger match. Did Cena not get hit with the Superman pouch? Yeah, Everybody he, did. Yeah. 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 Well, I feel like, that yeah. was the other thing that sucked, that it, it was starting to show to me that Reigns really does have just three moves. Yes. Superman punch, well, no, four. Superman punch, spear, which both of which he did five times at least. Yeah, yes. The one arm Samoan drop, and then his boot from the from and the I, apron. Yeah, yeah, and it's people were saying like, "Oh, I don't think people actually expected Roman Reigns to win the title this month." But it's kind of becoming apparent. Like, when was the last time he had a singles match at a pay per view? I don't know if he's ever done that because he went from like being a part of the Shield to the mat- ladder match last month to this, and it's like. Are you, start, are you kind of trying to mask I, how I he's not? I think they're protecting him, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, he's had single matches on TV. Yeah, like, he but. He has had those. Because I, I feel like I watched a Reigns-Wyatt singles match at some point. Yeah. And it wasn't that great. Yeah, and I mean, like, he needs to have a singles match on a pay-per-view that, that's, like, good to great before he can be considered, like, this guy can hold yeah. the title and defend it on pay-per-views, sometimes against only one person. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's if, like not quite at that point. Like yeah, maybe so, WrestleMania next year he will be, but so Cena's yeah. So Cena's definitely just gonna be penciled in for Barack yeah. at SummerSlam, who's so, probably returned by the time you're listening to this. So yeah. Reigns should be in a, in a singles match. Like it would would it be Triple H or would it be Ray, or would it Randy be Orton. Randy? Be I Randy don't know. Orton. Randy and Kane aren't getting along too well. I've got a pretty yeah. good feeling like when the least interesting thing that pops in my head with these four, it's like that's what they're going to go with. Yeah. <laughs> and Randy Orton and Roman Reigns. I have a feeling yeah. that uh, Kane and Randy Orton are going to settle their differences. Yeah. At SummerSlam. Yeah. <laughs> God, wow. Who and cares? then Triple H is like, oh, I got to give some more star power to yeah. SummerSlam. With I, me. Was, I was so checked out for this match that I have nothing to say on it. Like, at this point, yeah. I was just like, I think the yeah. first, I think the first five minutes of this match were like, 
dedicated to the entire world tweeting about the battle royal. <laughs> it's like we know people are not, you know, yeah. they're they're trying to see if they can get their message just under 140 characters. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna have anything happen. I got 145. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the ending was a car crash of just th- four finishers in a row. Just yes. like, yeah. Finish, 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 finish. The end. Cena one. Like, and King technically lost to be to being attitude adjusted onto yes like he, he had a finisher done to him then two other guys had finishers done to them and then attitude adjustment to a person on top of him the guy who was attitude adjusted wasn't pinned he was pinned yeah therefore kane should never be in a pay-per-view game yeah, I, I, sacrifice if only, yeah. if only you shared his stats and that yeah. he is like he's been on 160 pay-per-views yeah like that's a lot of paydays Look, I have a lot of time on my hands. So there's a site called, I think, Pro Fight Database, which uh-huh. is ironic because it's talking about professional wrestling. Uh, but it's uh, it has records of all the wrestlers, and Kane has won, like, two matches this year <laughs> and has lost, like, 12. Yep. And well, so what now, else is he yeah. going to do? His character yeah. goes nowhere. Yeah. There's nothing they can do with him. But he's he's he should be in main events, obviously, because people big. believe he'll win. <laughs> do I they? Think, yeah. I think this is his last main event for a while. Yeah, probably. Uh, so yeah, we'll be right back after a break where I talk, probably talk about Brock Lesnar returning on raw Mm. and we'll have some fun audio clips. Two star match. Hey ho there, this is your cheap podcast host Dave running with the customary post pay-per-view raw wrap-up and break. So let's get into uh, what happened on raw, of course, as we alluded to at the end of the first segment and has been spoilerish news for weeks, the main event for SummerSlam will be Brock Lesnar versus John Cena. Actually, having never seen the original Cena versus Lesnar, that was one of the pay-per-views I just never got around to seeing. You know, I'm interested in revisiting that original via the WWE Network, but also seeing this match, I think there's a little bit of mystery to it. I think the WWE may have saved up a few dates for Lesnar so that he can have a few months of a title run before really building up a new star by finally losing to somebody else. That's at least what I hope happens. Uh, Cena winning against Lesnar doesn't really work for for him because then who else does he fight after that? So yeah, I'm hoping Lesnar has some sort of victory and that builds towards building up Reigns or re-establishing Daniel Bryan if and when he comes back, fingers crossed. Um, As for other things that went down during the episode, I watched it on Hulu and it was actually a pretty big bore because most of the truncated time was spent on the Stephanie McMahon arrest angle. And that took a bit too long as well as the flow ride of performance. Um, so it turns out I missed some of the cooler stuff like Zack Ryder actually pulling out a win. Uh, something happening with Xavier Woods for once. He's been around for like three months and hasn't had anything of note. Now he's... Uh, kind of becoming a catalyst for what may be a new da- nation of domination, but it, at least it's something, even if it's not quite that. Uh, heck, I even uh, like seeing Rusev against the Great Khali, just because it's somebody bigger and more established for Rusev to beat, and I hope they keep him 
going with Swagger into the next pay-per-view. It seems like uh, what happened at the pay-per-view is uh, rustling a few feathers and may uh, have squashed that. I hope not. Anywho, yeah, not so great a Raw. They've got a couple weeks until uh, SummerSlam, so I'm hoping that the just about a month that they have until the next pay-per-view can can really flesh out the show. Now, for a few quick plugs, of course, the, there's the La Ventura commentaries where you can watch the three finest films Jesse the Body Ventura has ever taken part in. Uh, if you donate one cent to $4.99, you will get uh, two of my favorite action movies of all time, Predator and The Running Man. And if you donate $5 or more, you get the silliest wrestling movie of all time, No Holds Barred. Uh, beyond donating, of course, you know, you can uh, visit the Laser Time store and pick up a t-shirt for Cheap Popcast or any of the other Laser Time products. Uh, you can utilize the Amazon links. That doesn't cost you anything more than whatever you're buying on Amazon, and you don't have to buy anything that we advertise on the site. Just click that link, buy something, and then the money will go to us as long as you make a purchase during that same visit. Uh, of course, listen, rate, and review all of the Laser Time podcasts. There's, of course, Laser Time itself. Last week we did. The most recent Laser Time was about professional wrestlers making guest appearances on sitcoms and dramas of the 80s and 90s. Uh, uh, VG Empire, uh, I was on the most recent one where uh, it's video game music based on movies of the 80s and 90s, so NES versions of Batman and Gremlins and all that stuff. Cape Crisis episode 100, of course, they're celebrating a, a very big anniversary and uh, Henry has some uh, very brave and very great news that he reveals during that, so it's definitely worth a listen. I was also on a recent episode of Vigigame Apocalypse where we talked about the weirdest wrestling games of all time. And, uh, you know, if you want even more wrestling content that we've been pushing out uh, alongside those La Ventura commentaries, uh, you can go to Laser Time's YouTube page and uh, watch the many streams we did for that week. We did four separate streams for five separate wrestling games, and uh, each one was weird and fun in its own way. I highly recommend you subscribe to our Twitch so you can see them when they happen. And subscribe to our YouTube page, where you can watch archives later on. And uh, that about does it for all the plugs. Of course, you should also be following Laser Time on Twitter and Facebook. That's it. No more plugs left in this old bin. Uh, I'll let you get back to the rest of the show. And now back to Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. Franchise, doing big business, I live this, it's automatic, I win this. Oh, you hear those horns? You finished. 
So they so they didn't translate Rapidu into the Rapid. I do not see Rapidu listed on here. So someone right. mentioned on Twitter, Matlock JAB, Matlock Jab says it has been one thousand seven hundred and twenty nine days since Randy Orton and John Cena had a stipulation that said it would be their last match together. Wow! Wow! Well, yeah. they, have they not have it had a singles match? Oh no, wait, they did back. No, they that. had so yeah the ladder match, and then the month month after that, and then when they had there a was TLC match, I remember that that stipulation back in twenty ten was the writers recognizing like we have had them wrestle each other five hundred times, like we have to promise the audience this is their last match. Mm-hmm. Like every time he gets put in any of his, their either one of their like finish, I'm like I don't care or believe any of it. I think it hel- I don't think it helps that like they. They are the guys of their generation, and so they're, they're, they're the only two guys you can count on to always be yeah. there. So they do that with like lower card matches too. I, I feel uh, Cesaro, no, no, Sheamus and Alberto, Alberto Del Rio yeah. has happened five hundred times. Yeah, <laughs> they just did this recently. It's like it's a main event, main event. Yeah. Like nobody cares. Mexico versus Ireland. <laughs> so speaking of Who wins uh, that in World Cup? things that have Mexico. taken place a lot of <laughs> times. Yeah. Uh, what's the number one movie over the past two weeks? Two weeks. Transformers. Fall right. of Cybertron. Age of Extinction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, damn it, the last two weeks. I just read this today. Yeah. Because uh, the two movies that opened this past weekend did not hit number one. Purge mm-hmm. and uh, oh, Sex Apes? Tape. The Apes. 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 of the Planet of the Apes. And yeah, here's an audio clip from that. You blew it up! Barney burps and falls over. <laughs> Wait, let me see. Let me see if that's in the clip. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, I'm that's all we have time for. <laughs> Thanks to Han Gawkin on YouTube for for videotaping your TV screen just right for that clip. <laughs> no, Toby, this is not a joke. <laughs> Uh, so that movie is about uh, Aminals, and okay. I thought I would use the second half of this episode oh to celebrate the best animal-based wrestlers of mm. all time. Nice. All uh, right. So there's a number of them. Some of them had mascots. Some of them pretended to be animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But th- it's been almost a kind of a pervasive thing throughout the years. I mean, even coming up to now with... Uh, Jake the Corgi Snake. Yeah. Well, I've got something from him. Uh, here is... His interview from I want to say WrestleMania eight with a certain game show host. Oh, Bob Barker. Thank you, Regis. Uh, I'm here now in the dressing room with Jake Roberts and Damien. Damien, thank you. Why are you so nervous, my man? Snakes do make me nervous. As a matter of fact, Jake, even when we have them as a category on the show, I get a little scared. Damien's a big fan. He watches your show all the time. It's reptiles of the world is his favorite category. <laughs> I think he wants to ask you if he can be a contestant. Go ahead, Damien. Ask him. I'm out of here. <laughs> uh, no, it's a d- to settle for the home version. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Jake is good. so good. Yeah. It also it reminds me how much like Ambrose. Ambrose is taking... He's yeah. inspired by Jake yeah. on a certain level too. I could see that, <laughs> but God, yeah, Jake is the. He, I think he still is the best like promo person ever. Like yeah. his promos, is, except when he isn't drunk, yeah. his promos are the best. I mean, he's so he probably was half drunk then. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. 
It's a level of drunk. But that, like, he did so many, like, intense interviews over the year that that was, like, that was the closest he'll do to comedy, and that was still pretty good. Yeah. Yes, we'll have to have the home version. Which is, like, how long have they, how long mm-hmm. has it been since someone's done a home version of a game show? Yeah. Yeah. And it, he that was, was a joke in The Running Man, like, the running man home true. version. He is the, <laughs> he, I'd say, is the king of animal, of the guys who bring animals to the mm-hmm. ring. Like, nobody was better at that, and he had, he had Damien, but he also, Damien in that clip, but before, now who's the one that, what was the other snake name he had? Like the one of them got killed by Damien. Yeah, Damien I think was killed and then squished by earthquakes. butt. yeah, oh. I, I, almost, I almost got that clip, but it was too. Uh, it's too sad. Visual. Too sad. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, then, no animals died. But, but when he came back in 1996, his snake was called Revelations. Revel. Oh, because he was uh, a preacher man. Yeah. Back then. Mm. Talk about your psalms. Talk. That's, there would be no Austin oh, yeah. 316 if he yeah. wasn't a preacher dude then. That's right. Yeah, uh, yeah his, his snake is just awesome in that it could beat, like, there were dudes who, just people reacting to the snake yeah. and when he would dump the snake on him and, and like, just even seeing the snake made Andre, just, like, that Andre was afraid of it. Yeah. Like, it was really cool. And, like, that clip almost had the opposite of what WWE does with celebrities nowadays where they make the celebrities look <laughs> like they can beat up any wrestler, which makes yeah. the wrestlers look bad. They made Alex Trebek look so lame. Mm. Like, he's scared when he has a category on Jeopardy that right. is about snakes. <laughs> come on. You're talking about snakes. You're not even... There's no... A snake will never come onto the show while you talk about snakes. Can't, not 100% chance. Yeah. Well, that's... Yeah. That even, 1%, man. Even when they have comedians on now, like, that somebody... I forget who it was, but they had to sell a punch from Seth Green. Like, yeah. and they still even had it as it was billed as a lucky punch, and they yeah. were like helping Seth Seth Green out. But still, like, no wrestler should ever sell yeah. anything from Seth Green. Like, I think one yeah. of the worst ones was it was like WrestleMania three or four years ago when they were in Florida and Flo Rida mm. like pushed Heath Slater and like straight, like knocked yeah. him out, and it's like. <laughs> Some random rapper beat uh, Heath Slater. Heath Slater, who almost won the Battle Royal. Yeah. Or, <laughs> dr- or mega drunk uh, plastic surgery victim Mickey Rourke right. got to knock out uh, Jericho. Well, he used to be a boxer, so I guess yeah. that works out. Eh? But he's like 50. Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure he could knock you out, Henry. Or J- me. Uh, Mike Tyson knocking out HBK. That's one that's thing. That's fine. And also, he like cold cocked him. It was a surprise punch. Like, but yeah, the, and then when they let like football players get him, or or like uh, there's Hugh what's that Jackman guy? knocked out Ziggler. What was that guy? David David Arquette or something? I heard he had some. Oh boy, man! You guys, <laughs> we really should watch. Ready this to isn't Rumble about again. celebrities though. This is about animals. Okay, what about <laughs> Matilda? Uh, uh yeah. Um, to soften see. the British Bulldogs, the British British Bulldogs behind the scenes were like kind of assholes, yeah. and both of them, like especially. Uh, the man that inspired Chris Benoit, who's like he's only slightly le- nicer than Chris Benoit, the, mm. the uh, dynamite kid—that's his name. To soften their image, I think some they were given a bull, a British bulldog of their own to take to the ring. Weird, because wasn't Tyson Kid dynamite? Yeah, he's <laughs> well, and then the dynamite kid. No, the dynamite kid as a rep, like his rep still stands. Like there are matches like that. Uh, should be necessary viewing for every wrestling fan, which are the Dynamite Kid Tiger Mask matches of 1980s that like, were only in Japan because, like, 
they are still like some of the best of all time. Like mm. they are, they they are driving at like ninety miles an hour the entire time. Mm. Like the the matches, uh, <clears throat> some of them make the Macho Man Steamboat match yeah. look like it's in slow motion. Mm. Like it's those are amazing. But yeah, when when Dynamite Kid's back was starting to be really like effed up, and they were slowing down, and and pretty soon they would just break up, and Davy Boy Smith would just be simply the British Bulldog. They had Matilda. Written in cursive, though. Simply the British Bulldog. uh, So this is an interview that the British Bulldogs did after an incident occurred with Matilda, and they come into the interview both wearing a shirt with the picture of Matilda on it with Matilda written on it in cursive. So they're really concerned about Matilda. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Little Bulldog Matilda recently returned. Islanders reinstated after being suspended. And now, right now, gentlemen, before we talk about the the Islanders Islanders themselves, let's talk about maybe the condition of Matilda. What shape is she in? Oh, mean Jean, she's not in very good shape at all. She doesn't want to eat. She sits in the corner all I'm day long. She doesn't want to go for walks. She's very sick, mean Jean. And that's thanks to the Islanders and that no good weasel. Well, let me tell you something, Islanders. You took that dog away from the ringside and then tried to come on national TV and deny it. We saw it. All the people saw it. And no Islanders, it's time to pay the price. Yeah, and they eventually did. Poor Matilda. I don't think Matilda. I think they just kind of wrote her off TV, and they got a new bulldog. She got a she concussion. Had, yeah. yeah, she had to go back to her own planet. <laughs> yeah, you can't kill a dog. Like it's too far for, especially for the kid. Well, you can kill a dog, as Al Snow yeah. and Big Boss Man proved to us. That I didn't <laughs> capture. Should have. Bill. Yeah. So there was a really cute thing where Al Snow had a little chihuahua named Pepper yeah. at all times. and then and That dog didn't have enough tenure to be included. <laughs> That's my reason. Because he had him for like a month at most. Yeah. And that was in addition to the mannequin head which was yeah. his primary pet. This dog gets will. eaten, right? Boss yeah, man kidnaps him and then he says then he invites Al Snow over to his hotel room to say like, I am here to apologize. I made you dinner. Hey, here's a steak. Just eat it. And he's like, well, okay. <laughs> I hope you like it. It's pepper steak. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but no, that, I mean, the boss man would later, like, drag the Big Show's father's corpse yep. around. So yeah. I think he is involved with some of the worst moments of the Attitude Era, for sure. <laughs> All right, now that you brought it up, I had, I had to find it on YouTube. Right. Here we go. Bossman hailed from Cobb County, Georgia, a.k.a. Marietta, Georgia, which is where I uh, lived from ages 8 to 10. I forgot one of the funniest things about that clip, besides the fact that he's eating a dog, (laughs) is the fact that when uh, Al Snow gets up, like, so sad that he ate his own chihuahua, he's, he's sitting in, like, a standard steel chair. And his butt is caught in between, like, the, the two parts of the chair, so it's still stuck to his butt as he turns around for a second. And it falls off, but, it, like, you know, the joke's already been made. It's those little moments that, you know, yeah. we miss. 
We're so such a rush to get through the last yeah. Attitude Era, the best yep. era in pro wrestling. <laughs> Everybody just remembers the like forty percent of it that was fun. They forget the sixty percent of shit that surrounded it. All right. So there's one more guy who had a animal accompany him to the ring. Coco. Yep. The Birdman. Yep. Uh, the Hall of Famer who we saw inducted. Oh boy, that was great. So I bet we've told this story on Yeah, how, about how before. he was upstaged by his own upstaged bird. Upstaged by his own freaking bird. And because <laughs> he had to bring he had to bring the bird to the ring with him. Like those parrots live forever, so he's still there. Like I think it's I would assume it's the same parrot. So he's giving his speech and then the parrot just keeps moving and distracting like again you like the bird is more interesting than you Coco mm. Beware and like the Coco Beware was always like a B-range jobber like he never he never did much yeah. bigger than that he just had a colorful entrance that kids loved and then if you're building up a new bad guy he'd lose like Coco would lose Yeah. and we I I felt bad about because Shane Patterson and I were sitting together and it was I had never seen the pile driver video before mm-hmm. and so when they're playing it in his package at the Hall of Fame they show the pile driver video, and I'm just laughing my ass off because it is hilarious. Yeah. Like, but then later during, I realize we're in a later. I realize we're in like the B level VIP section because during his during his speech, he references like some Jesus stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then his and then like people are just start shouting behind him like, "Oh yeah, testify!" Like, and I realize like it's his family. Like uh, his family is just shouting. And they were like, sitting in the Coco B level. Exactly. Yeah. And so then I felt really bad. I'm like, oh, this is this is his night. This is like the most important night for him. And I just laughed at him in front of his family. Like, what was the pile driver thing? <laughs> oh, you haven't. You, it's a really good video. It is music video. Is a classic music video. Like sometimes love yeah. hits you. Like ah, what? It's basically Coco Beware and the faces of the WWE as construction workers oh. looking at sexy women. Hogan like takes okay. over that video. Like yeah. he, I think no. he has more screen time than Coco does. Not Hogan. A- and it's weird. <laughs> and Vince is Vince there. Is the, yeah. I, I've, okay. I've seen the video. I Vince just, is I guess showing I off his gun. Yeah. I guess I don't know the song off the top of my head, yeah. but I uh, definitely remember I've seen that video. So what I have is a clip from KTVU, which is a local San Francisco news station, oh. interviewing Coco Beware and his bird. <laughs> it's about Power Driver. Beware is a man who has sung gospel his entire life and had a secret dream that one day he would record his own record. Coco is the lead vocal on the WWF's number two record, Number two, Driver. with a bullet. With me, one of the brightest stars of the World Wrestling Federation, Coco oh, Beware, Birdman. Oh, yeah! Coco, who is this with you? Oh, who is this with me? Hey, Frankie! Hello, Frankie! How you doing, brother? It's my Frankie Beware, brother. This is my good luck charm. Uh, does Frankie give you some extra uh, inspiration? That's right, brother. Uh, and that was, I think he was kind of doubly handcuffed there, where it's like, you have to deal with the bird, but he's on a talk show where he has to talk about how he has the number two song in the country, so he's got to sing. Like, that's basically the entire interview, is him <laughs> singing every line, like, in the way that a preacher would sing, like, right. his gospel. Yeah. Jesus. He had a pretty cool, uh, when he ditched the bird, then he had an all right tag team, a very 90s tag yeah. team with Owen Hart. Where they wore giant, uh... Almost Zubaz pants. It was beautiful. Yeah. And they're called High Energy. Beautiful. I, you know the, How do you spell High Energy? H-I. Uh, <laughs> H- <laughs> you got me. <laughs> Good. 
You know, the, they just did you see the WWE just came back from Japan? Like they did a thing mm-hmm. in Japan, they signed Kenta. Yeah. And Big E like tweeted his picture. He got the Ribera jacket. Yeah. So that's pretty good. It's really cool. And the standard uh wrestler outfit is uh Ribera jacket, Zubaz pants. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it's Zubaz. Zub- I yeah. said Could be. Zub- and also there should be a fanny pack in there too. Like, yeah. Definitely Jericho taught I I in both Jericho's book and Mick Foley's book, they talk up their their fanny pack expertise and they're like this is this is what in the 90s this is in 80s this is what wrestlers wore on vacation i had one in fifth grade like it was a, it was a <laughs> legit fad where like a, several people in our class had fanny packs and it was like i keep my monster in my pockets <laughs> my gi joe and maybe uh marvel trading cards i don't want but maybe i can you know I don't that know. could get beat up while you could trade them in, for favors in the yeah in the, in the bowling alley yeah. fanny packs are cool like they're useful they're useful they're not cool Nobody they're useful cool, you should yes. always put your passport in it that's what i've learned <laughs> yes. you know what else is useful uh the belt clips that you put your cell phone into but yeah <laughs> not cool <laughs> so moving on to the next wrestler animal gimmick this one's almost not even one but i I've just, I just found them so interesting in the 80s that I want to highlight them. It's the Killer Bees. And here's an interview that they have for their upcoming match against the Rougeos. So the Rougeos start off. Chuck, have you noticed sometimes the Killer Bees pull out their mask and cheat a little bit? Well, I think everybody noticed that right now. But that's okay, because next week on Great Memorial Day weekend, we're going to pull a little one too there, Killer Bees. Hi, I'm Chuck. And I'm Raymond. No, they're not. Not really. We're the Killer Bees. I'm Jim. And I'm Brian. And next week, we're going to find out just how bad it is those Rujo brothers really are. I just had that, like, that 80s, yeah, like, like building into Thriller. <laughs> that was so weird of them going, we're the Rujo brothers. No, we're not. They were, we're they were wearing the mask, and then they pulled them off. Like, that was their gimmick, is that they were... Sort of, they were masked wrestlers, but they were good guys who would do the masked wrestler gimmick where they just switch each other out. See, I thought they were their gimmick was they were the B-list guys from Wu Tang. Yeah, the Killer Bees were an underrated tag <laughs> for their time. They were they were good. Like, yeah, and they're they're more known now for uh, Iron Sheik for some reason really hating Brian Blair. Mm. Fuck the Brian Blair is like <laughs> a Country common style. yeah. <laughs> Which I don't know why he ever. I don't think he if he's ever actually brought up why he hates him so much but that's why the killer bees are still in the public conscious for me at least mm. the dave conscious yeah so now we're on to wrestlers who actually believe they are animals uh-huh. like all the bases. and uh yeah that's one of the guys i have a clip half man half tar that's <laughs> uh, a joke yeah. lots of wrestlers have told so the, it won't be set up in the clip but yeah he he was a wrestler who wore a giant uh, i want to say like minotaur hat Minotaur? Well, like yeah. it was like a bull's head. Yeah. Mm. So he wore that out, but then once he took it off, he was just a regular dude. Just a dude, yeah. Who would like bellow like a Minotaur. Yeah, bull or whatever. <laughs> well, it reminded me of the Mastodon head that Vader would come to the ring with. Sometimes. Yeah, but Vader was never. Yeah. No, like Vader never purported to be a animal. He was just mm. like, I'll wear this because it makes me look even more intimidating. Whereas Mantor was like, I am an animal. And then he comes out, and he's like, no, wait, I'm just a human. Look at me. No anyway, one wanted to look at him. This was his first introduction to WWE. Welcome back, everyone, to, uh, welcome back. What is, what is this? <laughs> don't get, don't be afraid. Sit back down, my man. 
will shock you. It is the cow master. <laughs> Four hundred pounds, huh? What do you call him, Mantar? Mantar, that's right. Oh, God, that's so bad. Yeah, like that whole gimmick was mantarded. Hey, <laughs> like the Vince is reacting like, "What is this?" Like, you know what this is? Like, this ruins a lot of old Vince commentary. Yeah. Just like you're, you know exactly what this is. You you <laughs> brought made up this character and thought he was pretty great. I'm betting. <laughs> Blech. I like to think a six-year-old Stephanie just drew like a cow man. <laughs> like, this is brilliant. Make this, God. Daddy. God damn it! Of course. <laughs> I also picture uh, Vince saying, "What is this?" in the same uh, inflection as Barry Burton. Yeah. What is this? <laughs> Hope it's not Mantor's blood. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> uh, so the other notable wrestler who thought he was a uh, actual animal, he mm. uh, he actually could speak words. So it, it made me think he Shark lived. Boy? No, it, it made me think he lived oh, man, amongst boy. his kind. Uh, let me play a clip from one of his interviews. <laughs> Do you know who it is? The Galilee Gooker? No. There's a lot of things uh, going it, on in the World Wrestling Federation right now. Is it Steiner? Oh, the Red Rooster! Right in the middle of it and stir it up a little bit. A lot of people have been saying, what's been going on, Rooster? Well, everything's going on. The World Wrestling Federation is number one. And yes, the Red Rooster's trying to claw his way to the top of this federation. The have claws? There's a lot of great talent yeah. out here, and I'll tell you why. Because Is the it fans a talent? The that's how they have that's how you every one of you Rooster Boosters, because with your support and my Rooster Wing hold, I don't rooster feel like boosters. there's a guy here that I can't beat. So, yeah, like... Terry Taylor really hates being yeah. the Red Rooster. Like, he really hates that. <laughs> it's his legacy. It, it was the way he was most famous. And, like, yeah. I, heard a, I heard a story Chavo Guerrero was telling on Chris Jericho's podcast of, like... And Chavo the, was the eagle mascot for Jack Swagger for, like, a couple months. Yeesh. Yeah. Wow. Well, the so Chavo was telling a story that his dad came into WCW to wrestle a match, and then Terry Taylor changed the finish on him and told him... He was going to job, and then, like, Chavo's dad said, like, did I just get, was I just told to job by the Red Rooster? (laughs) But the Red Rooster was not a bad, like, he could have made it work. Like, and he was in a good gimmick of, I'm taking on Bobby Heenan. Like, I'm going to beat all Bobby Heenan's team. Like, he didn't because he, like, quit and went to WCW. Mm -hmm. And now Taylor is, like, he works in WWE today. He's really on, if you watch the, um... I saw him very recently. He's on the Triple H DVD that came out last year, yeah. the documentary. See so if you watch the Beyond the Ring about Triple H, which is not bad. It's 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 interesting. But yeah. Oh, that just reminded me of tonight the Goon Squad that was carrying yeah. uh, oh, yeah, Seth yeah, Rollins yeah. at. Yeah. Who all did you guys spot as like Hugh Morris and uh, uh, IRS and IRS? Yeah. Those are the two I spotted. I know Finley is in there too, and Joey mm. Mercury. Oh, I did see yeah. Joey Mercury. I did see Joey Mercury. Yeah, yeah. that fit like. He looks so different from his M&M days. Yeah. And, like, he has completely shaved his head. So anytime mm-hmm. the, they had the, the hired goons, yeah, I thought that was Joey Mercury, but it, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. I think he I think they, he may have been It's only the serious end, when but... they got to call out the road agents to, yeah. to do it. Though he didn't see the road dog out there, who is no. a, he's an agent. Like, or oh, Billy yeah. Kidman. Who's, no, he'll yeah. get a chance. Kidman is there? Yeah, he didn't know. Kid, Kidman's been behind the scenes for a really? long time now. Wow, like, I, I think he's their timer, I think it is. Or he's the guy who times the matches and goes like, okay, go home now. Like Because yeah. every uh, they can't just end when they feel like it. Like, yeah, it's got to be carefully planned out the whole show. So Are you saying it's staged? 
Uh, parrot, yeah, I'm sorry. I'll say I didn't know that, but I bet you've told me on this show before. Maybe. Well, then Torito's kind of a animal yeah. man. Though all of his clips are in Spanish, so I didn't uh, capture any of those. That's mm. racist. Uh, yeah, let's sorry. not forget Batista. The animal. Oh, the animal. The animal of Batista. Mm. That is true. Are the hawk and animal count? No. No. Okay. They, they neither are actually animals, <laughs> even the one named animal. Yeah. And there's got to be some others. I mean, I said Shark Boy, but I can't think of any others like that. Well, Shark Boy was a famous independent wrestler of the 90s. I've heard 80, of Shark Boy. 10, 10, And so. they did that. Uh, who was the one in TNA like last year, two years ago? Uh, it was like Shark Boy or something. He was a gimmick wrestler and would come I out. I it was Shark Boy. Yeah. It was, I remember seeing one match and it was pretty funny. By the way, can you believe, like, I just remember the Eugene gimmick. Can you believe they actually yeah. had, like, Eugene, who was who was written to be like they never explicitly stated this is someone who has a mental handicap and but he was played as the stock special person who would as, then as get, Lenny from a Vice and Men. yeah who would then get in wrestling matches and like it was but but the person playing him Nick Dinsmore was just a dude like who was kind of yeah a wrestler with promise but once you played Eugene like wow where do you go after that uh-huh. you never go full retard. <laughs> and that's exactly what he did. <laughs> All right, so I'm playing this one live. This is a TNA interview with Curry Man and Shark Boy. Curry Man was so yeah. weird. Curry Man, all the way from your home. And we don't care about your Curry Man. Japan. Welcome to TNA. <laughs> nah, let's and go to that. Curry Man started dancing. somebody's ass tonight otherwise i'm gonna stop a mud hole in that stupid looking hat on top of his head i can tell you that much oh, so i guess shark boy is just stone cold now stone cold. he's stone cold yeah. he's stone cold et the <laughs> yeah, the one i saw i swear he had like a shark outfit on he does he's he wearing does. A, he's wearing oh. a shark outfit there uh, and right. jogging like stone cold yeah, yeah. Right? yeah all right fair enough it's very strange stick with what works you know yeah, yeah. So before you mentioned... You want to uh, see me react in a violent way, <laughs> see me, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, you mentioned the Guerrero family. Uh, uh, Eddie Guerrero's uncle, Hector Guerrero, played uh, an animal. Oh, on... yeah, I said a gobbledygooker. Yes. <laughs> Turkey uh, in the straw. <laughs> well, here's, here's his <laughs> debut. One of the worst things ever. Yeah. Oh, the egg? Oh, yes. The egg that... They advertise it for weeks. What in our world? <laughs> <laughs> the boo! <laughs> Save the segment, save the segment. <laughs> abort, abort. Infamous gobbledygook. How did he? How did <laughs> he really? He's, yeah. he's in touch with everything. Mean Gene knows how to <laughs> speak, <laughs> speak to the turkeys. animals. The turkey whisperer. <laughs> yeah. I, so the, on, the gobbledygooker that's been sending me mail for the last three weeks. <laughs> so on the Legends of Wrestling that's on the network where yeah, they do the it's worst really good. of wrestling. Like yeah. they talk about that. They talk about that and Shockmaster back to back, where yep. you get the story behind yep. Shockmaster. That is one of the best ones to ever watch. But what I love about that too is that they talk about how Shockmaster was tugboat. 
Mm. And then, then Dusty's like, I get in arguments with Vince over who's worse, the gobbledygooker <laughs> or Shockmaster. And then as he's saying it, they've got a shot together of gobbledygooker dancing with Tugboat. It was like, wow, <laughs> the two of them <laughs> occupied the same space on television. Like, that's amazing. <laughs> like, the two worst gimmicks of all time. Like, all time. <laughs> and wasn't it like Undertaker was almost in the egg? That, that was it's, it's theory. He debuted the same night. Oh. And as the mystery partner for Ted DiBiase in their Survivor Series match. Mm-hmm. Okay. Theoretically, it was that that like fully floats yeah. that theory on that special of saying oh. like I heard it was supposed to be Mark, like I heard mm-hmm. it was supposed to be Mark Callis. But like well, imagine, the Undertaker yeah. always was cold-blooded. Yeah. <laughs> I was born from an egg. <laughs> that would have that would have totally negated all of the stuff where his parents were killed by Kane. So it's yeah. probably a good thing they didn't do that. Paul Bear does seem bird like in some kind of way. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the big jowl. Like a... I watched a great shoot interview, man, of Jim Cornette and uh, and Paul Bear shooting on the business for three hours straight. Wow, uh, really? It was great. Where was this at? Uh, this was about Fridays. eight years ago for an ROH thing when Cornette was there and. Now I just say like you can watch a lot of shoot interviews of dead men. Like, yeah. uh, is it on YouTube or something? Or yeah, send just, me a link. Okay, <laughs> like this. I don't know why, but that is literally the thing that I can just sit there and yeah. enraptured with. Like, I do love when they're just randomly dropped into Botchmania's to like yes, accentuate like, a point. Like Ahmed Johnson on the latest one, yeah. that was pretty good. I yeah. I don't know why that has. That's what spoke to me more than anything yeah. else. I have no idea what, what it's tapped in my brain, but I'm like, tell me more about arcane wrestling facts. Well, that's why Legends of Wrestling is my yes. favorite. It's basically a podcast of just, yeah. hey, old guys, talk about this. Yep. Well, I remember this. Yep. I don't know why it's so interesting to me, but fuck. But I've been meaning to tweet this. I, I keep waiting to watch the one Legends of Wrestling episode that ends with Mean Gene Okerlund telling the guests to put their cigars out. <laughs> uh, they are all the famous- smoking... I the love famous put that cigarette out, out uh, interview he did. Uh, yeah. That's great. Put that cigar. Well, they also they keep joking. There's jokes over and over again with like, so we're gonna get high together. We're gonna get drunk together after this, right? Me, Gene. He's like, well, I uh, don't want to say about that. And they just like because Me, Gene is a famous drinker yeah, like, in the did. wrestling community. That Ric Flair said the, at the at the infamous event you and I were at where they were showing off infamous second son that, uh, <laughs> that Ric Flair said that the only person who drank, who was depressed and drank more than him at WCW was mean Gene. <laughs> and he had a kidney yeah. replacement. I also like the consistent, uh, joke about what's his face. Michael PSA is like, we'll get in the hall of fame eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't happen in Atlanta. Ain't going to happen. Maybe when I'm dead. Like, <laughs> to that I say to Michael Hayes, maybe don't say racist things. Yeah. And to maybe, You'll get in the Hall of Fame. So the final animal clip I have is for the original animal uh, and a Hall of Famer in WWE, oh. George the Animal Steel, yeah. who coincidentally talks the most like the monkeys in the Planet of the Apes series. <laughs> so here's an interview that he had about uh, Elizabeth. This is when he was feuding with the Macho Man Randy Savage. It's going to be a big night for everybody involved. Well, that happens in this medicine. <laughs> Ruling, George, please. <laughs> manager! That's right, George. She is the manager of the Intercontinental Champion, Macho Man Randy Savage. Manager! George's manager! Well, not yet, George. You're going to have Amy to love in the match wrestling. Tonight. Do you understand that? When? This 
Ape, no what, Cena. <laughs> I love that he Rapper, put that. don't. <laughs> I saw a Jersey Animal Steel clip on, on another Legends of Wrestling where it was a skit where Lou Albano got him electroshock treatments that fixed his mind for right. a little bit and he acted normal. Mm. And I swear... The guy who's playing the doctor, who's a, like a very like Freud style doctor. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think the, I saw the guy this. playing it. I think is Luigi from the Super Mario <laughs> Brothers Super Show. I think I saw yes. this. I'm pretty sure that guy is Luigi, but uh, couldn't say for sure. But but uh, I like George the Animal Steel as a kid. Like I thought he was fun and freaky. Eating the he would eat the um, head ba- the t- the turnbuckle. He'd eat the turnbuckle head bouncer. He'd eat the head bouncy thingy. <laughs> And also, like, he was covered in hair. Like, he yep. was just a hairy, hairy man. <laughs> and then he, like, came back with the uh, with the oddities. Like, the mm-hmm. horrible, horrible oddities. The MTV show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> and he's still not dead, surprisingly. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry I couldn't find that. Well, if you look at him, like, he looks like he never used... He was never on the juice, which probably helped. Like... But anyway, He's also yeah. in... What's it? What was that movie with... Uh... Was Johnny Depp was in it? I forget. Uh, uh, Ed, Ed Wood. Oh. Mm. oh, I think, yeah, I think he played Tor Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, he is like the Tor sense. Johnson of his generation, though. He is a better actor than Tor Johnson by a That's mile. That's not saying much. <laughs> uh, so that'll do it for this episode of the Cheap Popcast. Before we say... Bye-bye! <laughs> do you guys want to plug some stuff? Yeah, I'll go first with Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast that I host every week on the Laser Time Podcasting Network, where we talk about a lot of comic books. We just had our landmark 100th episode. <laughs> Big things happen there. Uh, and also, yeah, I guess since Chris isn't here, Laser Time, the home podcast of LaserTimePodcast.com, where uh, we just had a pro wrestling episode, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Actually, we just had a whole week. And by we, I mean Chris. Chris <laughs> just had a whole week. You and Chris, Dave. Uh-huh. Just had a whole week of uh, things, and right? uh, Michael Raparos was on two of the episodes or mm-hmm. two of the streams. But we streamed four days of wrestling, five games overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, so any old wrestling game that sucked, we probably played it. And that was done. Even to, Rumble Roses. Even Rumble Roses. And that was done to promote the very wrestling centric Lavantura pack, oh, yes. which I believe is your idea, Dave. Right? Yeah, it's uh, two of my favorite action movies of all time. The Running Man and Predator, mm-hmm. as well as one of the cheesiest movies of all time, uh, No Holds Barred. Mm-hmm. And yes, they all share in common uh, varying degrees of Jesse Ventura. Ventura. And yeah, if you wanted to get those, you could go to lasertimepodcast.com and pledge from a penny to four ninety nine mm-hmm. on PayPal, and you will get the Predator and Running Man commentaries. And if you pledge over $5, then you get the No Holds Barred. And yeah. by the way, they sell an authentic Rip'em t-shirt on WWE Shop. Yeah. Like, I am very tempted to buy that. I want to, If I go to SummerSlam this year, I want to sh- show that off. <laughs> show that off. They'll know you're real when you show up. Henry. Uh, check out brooksbrothers.com for great <laughs> deals on American-made suits uh, featuring many different fits and finishes. Uh, <laughs> highly recommend it. Uh, VGEmpire.com. VGEmpire on Twitter. That's the letter V, the letter G, and the letter M. And then P-I-R-E. The pun <laughs> is... All right. Uh, game music podcast. If you like Botchamania... <laughs> You've heard a ton of game music, <laughs> no doubt, and that's where... Uh, the last few have featured GoldenEye music, uh, which was in 
two years ago, I think, 2011. Uh, oh, my God. It's almost been three years. <laughs> uh, we did a GoldenEye episode, but that was GoldenEye and Banjo-Kazooie together. Uh, both of them had music in recent Botchamanias. But our most recent episode was uh, movie games, so NES versions of like Gremlins, Goonies, Rocketeer, Top Gun, uh, and then a bunch of other stuff as well. Man, we've been doing this for so long. What happened to our lives? Uh, they've almost been recorded. Mm. You can relive most of our lives. I'm uh, silent the entire rest <laughs> of the week when I'm not here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like 2008 <laughs> till today is uh, astonishingly chronicled. <laughs> uh, Henry, did you talk about uh, VG Apocalypse? Oh yeah, no. Uh, also VG Game. Why don't you talk about it? Uh, here yeah, I was on the most recent episode where we counted down the top five weirdest wrestling games ever. A couple of them were the ones that we streamed during the week. A couple of them were not, but a lot of weird audio clips, including clips from Simpsons Wrestling. Uh, and actually, Chris just put up an article that collected the best gifts from all the live streams that we did so you can see bart spanking uh crusty in simpsons wrestling amongst other things uh it's it's really good i, I also know. check out my deviant art profile for yes. more of the same <laughs> yeah. yes thanks for listening to cheap podcast thanks for subscribing on itunes reviewing all that stuff uh as we do every month we close out with the winner of the predictions contest every month right before the pay-per-view i will make my predictions i'll ask you guys some yours Last month for uh, <clears throat> Money in the Bank, the winner was uh, Bonsoir. Nice. And uh, Bonsoir, Bonsoir was ready uh, with a, a YouTube clip for Drowning Pools cover of Triple H's theme, The Game. Oh, Lovely. So here man. we go. Yeah. I, I didn't get the one from WrestleMania where they totally botched the lyrics, but mm. uh, this is almost as good. This is the actual song. Wow. Two thousand two. The song. <laughs> this guy died of a heart attack. Really? Yep. All right, now feel bad. Yeah. Not too soon after this, I believe. <laughs> God, that's so bad, though. Thank you for listening. <laughs> oh, we'll be back in a few weeks so with another episode of Cheap Podcast.